0: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studio. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. Hey
1: everyone, welcome in to Mackie and Judd the podcast. We're going to dive into a few different things including Tom Thibodeau has three teams looking to hire him right now. That's still going on. And also write that down, Never dies. Write that down, Prediction, <laughs> on today's show. People love it. An interesting accountability session to get to. But as we look to keep the Scornorth vision alive here, you can help us out by doing a couple of different things. Please give us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple if that's where you listen to the podcast, because it helps spread the word about our show to other Minnesota sports fans, and it helps validate for different advertisers and uh, and people who discover the feed as well, We've just seen an outpouring of support in the ratings on Apple and uh, the subscribers on our YouTube channel, youtube.com scorenorth and all the emails that have come in during this tough period for us here, uh, the last four or five days or so. You can always email me at pmackie at scornorth.com, at scornorth.com. You can hit us up also on Twitter and Instagram. And like I said, the YouTube channel, uh, thank you to everyone who has clicked the subscribe button on that. We pump out daily Vikings content as part of Purple Daily, which you can also find in podcast form on Apple, Spotify, or ScoreNorth.com. The YouTube channel is YouTube.com ScoreNorth. And gentlemen, multiple reports this week are telling us not only predictably are the New York Knicks interested in hiring Tom Thibodeau to be their next coach, the Nets are kicking the tires and with Mike D'Antoni's contract running out in Houston, the Houston Rockets are interested potentially in Tom Thibodeau.
0: Your thoughts. So let me get this straight. The Knicks, I completely get, all right? They're dysfunctional. I would It's love, very fitting for the Knicks. Personally, personally, I would love to see the Knicks get good and get good players and be a relevant team again, but they're not. He should hire Charles Oakley to be his main assistant. Yeah, too. exactly right. And then perhaps it could be uh, Tibbs, Oakley, and Bill Cartwright, okay? And they just kick ass. Uh, So the Knicks I get. But let's go through those other two that you mentioned. Let's start with the Brooklyn Nets. So you mean to tell me that you got Kyrie? Oh, my God. You got Kevin Durant, who who is a superstar who probably is as prickly as far as his feelings being hurt as any superstar in sports today. Like, You say the wrong thing or look crosswise at Durant, and he might start crying, it seems like. So we're talking about you go out and get these two guys to be the centerpiece of your franchise, and you blow out your coach, and you're going to bring in Tibbs, who everything indicates and says he ain't changing. And I'm sure he'll say, oh, I'm changing. I'm I'm more touchy-feely than I've ever been in my life. It's ridiculous. And then Houston? How is Houston, Houston, Houston no a sense. fit? I mean, you're going to go from Mike D'Antoni, who is as, and I get I get that D'Antoni seems to be a shelf life guy, so I'm not shocked that his tenure would come Wait, to an Dan end there. D'Antoni seems to be a shelf life guy. He does. So but let's bring in a yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so your next, your response to blowing him out or him being gone is to bring in Tibbs. Explain the, explain the Rockets and Nets in any logical way, shape, or form to me. Yeah. I would love to hear it. It is the Rockets are. I, I would I would be here with a full bucket of
1: popcorn just to watch that Rockets train wreck. If Tom Thibodeau was coaching Russell Westbrook and James Harden, and you had a team that plays fast, that plays for three point shots, a team now the the isolation ball actually fits Tom Thibodeau's offense yes, because his favorite play was everybody clear out for Derrick Rose. I think West Chicago
0: and Minnesota. I think the Westbrook style of play would fit Tibbs. But my God, can you imagine those personalities, dude? It is. I guess my grand question here is:
1: How do we not in sports? How do we not learn lessons? Like, why after seeing how the Chicago? Now I get like, if you look at Tom Thibodeau at his best, he's taking teams to the playoffs. His teams show grit and grind. Now I would also argue that like Tom Thibodeau's teams have been some of the most overrated teams when you think back. Like all oh, those. Chicago Bulls teams that, like, always got beat in the first or second round of the playoffs and couldn't score points in the fourth quarter. Like, yeah, they had some nice runs. They played some defense. They went to the playoffs. It's great. But that dude has left two franchises as smoldering messes in the last ten years. Why don't we learn lessons? Why would you even want to see, like, if your inkling is, oh, maybe he's changed. I could see that after the first time. After a guy flames out that bad in two spots, I'm no longer curious. I don't need to see it anymore. I'm good on Tom Thibodeau as a
0: coach, although I'm here as a bystander oh, to, watch to watch it watch. Yeah. happen. He, Durant would start balling. I mean, Durant would start crying. Yeah. He, he would be a, a mess. The Rockets thing, though, how do you also go from that style of play, that philosophy of, which, you know, might not win championships, but it's fun to watch, and it certainly fits, I think, how we think of the NBA uh, in 2020, how do you go from that style of basketball to be like, you know what we, re- we really need? This is, boys, solidly a football move. And here's why. Wow. What's the opposite of Mike D'Antoni? A guy like Tibbs who's going to go out and he's going to demand excellence. Grinders. And if you take yeah. a three, he might even be mad. <laughs> so the only thing I can think of is the Rockets m- must be doing a football move but my God, too, can you, can you imagine if, if you are a Houston sports fan, so in the last six months to a year, you've gone from the Astros are great to, well, no, they really cheated a lot. Now, now, they still might be really good, but they really cheated. Okay, that's upsetting. You then go to, you know what, Bill O'Brien, he's not a great coach, but you know what he'll be really good at? A personnel guy. Let's make him our <laughs> personnel guy. DeAndre Hopkins, okay. see ya. And now you're going to give them tips? All right, if you guys, right now. Do you got a ledge to go up to for these four people <laughs> where they can just jump? New segment called Gun to the Head,
1: okay? Actually, you know what? Fire, extend year to year is the game. Fire, extend year to year, okay? You have to fire, extend year to year. Paul Fenton, Hold on. Tom <laughs> Thibodeau, Brad Childress. Okay. Declan, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Paul Fenton, former flame-out GM okay. of the Minnesota Wilds. He actually, like, in retrospect, made a couple of moves that I think we're going to look back I on.
0: Fire, extend year-to-year. Okay. Yep. All right, Dex. All right. I'm extending Paul Fenton. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which is, man. Oh. which is
2: so hard to do. But you know what? He's not afraid to shake things up in a, in a, for a franchise that was so stale for doing it, and he really only missed one trade. The other trades were fine. He may have hit a grand slam, for lack of a better words, with the Fiala trade, so I'm extending Paul Fenton. I will go year to year with Brad Childress, just because I think you can have even be in a holding pattern with him. And even though he's not great at dealing with personnel, he is good, kind of similar to Fenton. He can evaluate talent, and he knows what he's doing. I am firing Tom Thibodeau from the second. <laughs> There's no way I'm giving Tom Thibodeau the light of day. Four years ago, when when the Wolves were hiring him, I was all in on this because. Like Phil said, I hadn't learned my lesson. I was like, he was in Chicago. They were great. He took these craft teams and made them one or two seeds in the East. And it And John Paxson was terrible. Miserably. Yeah,
0: so, yeah. So I'm with you on that.
2: I would extend Paul Fenton.
0: Mm-hmm. I'd go
2: year to year with Brad Childress and then fire Tom Thibodeau.
0: Oh boy. John. Oh, that's hard. Um, I am going to extend Brad Childress. Yes. The most
1: underrated coach in the well,
0: history of the Minnesota Vikings. But here, but here's the thing that, that our friend Sage, that our friend Longwell has told us. The thing that we have to keep in mind about Brad is if you could have removed him from the coaching aspect and made him the GM and personnel guy, he's really pretty damn good. So I'm going to extend him based on that and based on, on the fact that he actually played a very important role in constructing a team that once it got far, legitimately made a run to the uh, NFC Championship game in two thousand in the uh, 2009 season. So I'm going to extend him. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm going to go year to year with Fenton because he was a GM and didn't have to deal with people. And I'm, I'm with Dex. I'm going to fire Tibbs. Because I guess here is my question after we watch Tibbs closely in this town for. A year plus or so. Um, what's the redeeming quality? Like, what did he do? Like, Brad Childress made some good personnel moves. He was not a great game day coach. In fact, he wasn't that great, and he wasn't great with people. But he made. But as far as judging personnel, he was pretty damn good, You're right? right? Yep. Paul Fenton, to Declan's point, made some good trades. He had no people skills, but it's, it's looking like at least one of his trades might be a great trade. I'm honestly at a loss right now, Other than getting Jimmy Butler, but that whole thing got bungled partially thanks to Tibbs. Other than getting Jimmy Butler, what did Tibbs do here? He helped get the team to the playoffs through Butler, but then the whole thing blew up so badly.
1: So I am also extending Brad Childress. Brad Childress is is my guy. You like Brad more than I do, but I do see what he did as far as constructing that team. Listen, Brad Childress put together... Going into the 2009 season, Brad Childress helped put together a 10 and 6 team with no quarterback. Great defensive line, some players in the secondary and in the linebackers. Uh, he had he had a couple skill position draft pick hits that he was involved with. He was weird. He was abrasive sometimes, and I think. His motivational skills were straight out of a National Geographic documentary, and players used to scratch their heads. We saw it. Yeah. All right, we're gonna watch a 20 minute video of a herd of buffalo rallying around to save one of their one of their own against a pack of wild lions. It's like okay, it's a real thing. Yep. So, Percy Harvin passed out on yeah. the upstairs in the auditorium. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well,
1: come on though. for other reasons. High quality so, weed, right? So I'm extending Brad Childress. Uh-huh. I'm going. I'm going year to year on Tom Thibodeau as much as it pains me, but if you go year-to-year to year on Tom Thibodeau, you could still get a playoff run. He could, still, you know, he could still squeeze some toothpaste. He could probably get Jimmy Butler back for a minute and just have one fun season, and then you can be done. And I've been trying to find this quote. I can't find it from Craig Leopold, but the reason I'm firing Paul Fenton is because of a quote from Craig Leopold on the day that the firing took place. And I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said, it wasn't really any one issue with Paul Fenton, he just wasn't really great at the scouting, administration, communication—like <laughs> really anything to do with well, the job. He wasn't good at, and that's
0: why he got fired. So, which is a big old uh, strike one, two, and three on Craig himself. You might want to know those things about a guy that you're going to hire for for one of the most important positions in your organization when you make the hire, right? Do a little bit of vetting. You might want you might want to know. This. So, uh, of the three teams that we're talking about, the Knicks, the Rockets, and the Nets. Do you guys think that there's one where Tibbs actually could surprise us and have success?
1: Um, this is going to sound crazy. I think he can get Westbrook to buy in a little bit. I think Westbrook, Westbrook does Westbrook is just going to play Russell Westbrook ball anyway. It doesn't exactly really matter who his coach is. Exactly right. So if, if West and by the way, Westbrook ball can also be a huge detriment where he just goes bonkers and doesn't pass anybody for stretches, and he's just kind of a he's kind of a pinball. If he can get James Harden to buy in, even fifty percent, even fifty percent, and if he can, if he can maintain three point shooting volume, he's not going to be as good of a coach for them as Mike D'Antoni. But I could see Tom Thibodeau in an odd way working out with the Houston Rockets. Because think about Tom Thibodeau's entire career as coach, yeah, has been based around ball centric guards who are gritty and active, right? Yeah, Derrick Rose in Chicago, and then Jimmy Butler. And Derrick Rose again with the Timberwolves. Yeah,
0: and Derrick Rose would have a third act. Oh, yeah. In fact, you know what? Oh, write that down. It's coming up in a few minutes. You know what? I'm Uh going to add it to my notes right now because I know how this movie ends, boys.
1: I love it. The place that would be the most glorious because it would just be the absolute train wreck of all train wrecks is the Brooklyn Nets for the Kevin Durant. <laughs> don't, don't underestimate Kyrie as a high-maintenance guy who hates coaches and gets people fired. Yes, So I, yeah, there I, could be some major blow-ups. I
2: look at the Knicks, and he can't make it worse. He can't make it worse. He can absolutely, though, derail what Houston and Brooklyn have going for him. Yeah. He can't make New York any worse than they are. He might surprise us. He might be able to turn the Knicks around.
1: Amazing. Um, yeah, he might be right. So we do have some write-that-down predictions coming up, and it sounds like Judd has already tipped off one of his, which is good. But let's first talk about the best car dealership and service department in the Twin Cities, a place that not even Tom Thibodeau can burn to the ground. That would be Luther Brookdale Toyota.
0: Service! I need bricks! Bricks! Ice! Celebrators! Oil changes!
1: You can shop their entire inventory from the comfort of your home right now. They're trying to keep not only their team members safe, but you safe during this pandemic period. You can chat online with a sales team and schedule a test drive where they will bring the vehicle to you. How about that? Toyota has also announced some great offers, including 90 days deferred payment on both new and used vehicles, and zero percent financing on 2020 Camrys, RAV4s, and Tacomas. And if you need service on your vehicle,
0: service, service, Carl.
1: Luther has rotate the tires. Up- rotate. <laughs> Luther has set up a no-contact system, including electronic checkout. And if you don't need anything right now, that's okay as well. My friends at Luther Brookdale Toyota have your back, and they want you and your family to stay safe. 694 in Brooklyn Boulevard and LutherBrookdaleToyota.com.
0: Most sports talking heads make predictions, then hope you forget about how wrong they were. But not Mackie and Judd with Rami. This is the big leagues where we own our terrible predictions. Write this down. And keep track of each other's batting averages. Write it down. You like writing things down. It's Write That Down with Mackie, Judd, and Rami.
1: All right, here's the deal. Since Rami's hitting 400, even though Rami is no longer on the show anymore, sadly, as of last Friday, I say we leave his name on the intro until he loses the batting title. Until like judge the closest to catching him, we leave Rami's name on the intro.
0: So until we we eliminate his name if I take the lead. Yep. Or do we just or do we just play out the year with him on it because he could I we mean, can play out the year? I, mean, I could fall dead. behind. Like if I pass him, I could fall behind him then. We could play out the year with him. I mean, I think he for sure, as long as he's hitting over 400 and has the batting average
1: lead, his name can stay on the
0: segment. Basically, his
1: segment so far. Very controversial,
0: though. Very controversial to have himself at 400 now and basically just sit out games.
1: Yeah, it's a little questionable.
0: Who was the was it Alan Anderson? Alan Anderson, Anderson which in the the eighties title one of the most gutless things of all time.
1: I think even Josh
2: Hamilton won a batting title sitting out of like all of September in 2010 too. So it's happened. It yeah. happened That's yeah. just a gut- coward, That's man. a
0: gutless way. Rami, you're a coward. At least it's not his fault. In <laughs> Rami's case, it's not your fault. It's not your fault, Rami. So here's how I Write That Down works. And
1: the predictors, we have a new predictor in Declan Goff. We'll get to him. This will be your first time taking big swings on the big stage here. Are, Are you, you ready for this? Oh, I'm I'm ready. We've got guest predictor, listener Cooper, on the line. We'll get to him. But here's how I Write That Down works. Three predictions from everybody each week, and they must be quantifiable. It is the Carl Anthony Towns is the man rule that we instituted about three years ago. Uh, I was right about that, but it's not quantifiable are you, enough. Are you so. sure? Well, at the time, he became the man in his first season.
0: Something?
1: Now he's he's got some work to do. Uh, we keep track of batting averages and home runs. That's it. Those are the only two stats we care about here. I'll write that down. And uh, listeners, you can hit us up. We are actually looking for more listener participants we, uh, we had like four months scheduled out, and I think we have the next couple weeks scheduled out. So if you want to participate starting later on this month, just shoot me a DM at Phil Mackey on Twitter, and we can make that happen. Are you guys ready for the accountability session here, okay? Oh, yeah. All right, Declan, uh, you'll need to be on the buzzer on the left side of that MGR drops page. You got it. Actually, you'll, you'll need to be on the ding, too, because Judge Zolgad said it will be announced at some point this month or early next month. That was a few weeks ago. That schools will be closed until fall, which means students will not return to classrooms. Okay, I see the buzzer. There, I do not see it. the dinger. Oh, right below it. It's it, i see the
2: buzzer, the but there there there's nothing below it. I see I see the ant yeah, really that's Buzz Killington.
1: This is great. Oh, look! Look all the way over to the left. Yeah, yeah. All the way over to the left. See where it says breaking news in red? You got it. Right below there is a buzzer, and then below that is a ding that says ding. family feud. Hey, so, there we go. So, okay, Declan is 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 flying the Mackie and Judd plane for the first time in a while here. Yep. And we are actually the first time so we're dropping, dropping. First time rapidly. you ever flew the Mackie and Judd plane was a total train wreck like oh, five great. years ago. Yeah,
2: Game Show Friday. It's, I'm glad it never existed anymore because <laughs> I killed it. I killed Game Show Friday. The mask <laughs> just deployed. Oh, that was great.
1: We're dropping. <laughs> Quickly. Awesome. So, Judd, uh, one for one this week. All Jonathan right. had nothing come off the board, and we're going to keep jo- we're gonna keep Jonathan and Rami as part of the accountability session here, even though they're not part of the show anymore. And if they want to come back and, like, make guest predictions later on, we're open. We're open for business here still. We Are love those know? guys, and uh, I'm sure we'll mix them back like at it. some point. Manny Hill had nothing come off the board. Rami Makloff had a mystery Mackie prediction that he made me leave the room for. It was right, yep. And it was unveiled that that Mystery Mackey prediction was that I will indeed watch the Bachelor spinoff, listen to your heart, and will bring it up on the show in some form. Proudly, Rami gets credit for that point. That is the ultimate in bunt hits, by the way. Hey, bunt singles are hits, man. Last night's episode. Not in baseball today. We're embarrassed by them. Dude, so much drama on last night's episode. So much drama. I'm sure there was. I think we've got three standout groups right now. Three great couple parents okay. who are really, really, really singing it.
0: You want more drama? Do you really I, I need more a, drama no, in I, your life
1: right now? I think there's an appropriate level of drama on this particular show.
0: I no, really I know, but, I mean, with all the drama we've got going on around here with us personally, do you need more drama? I mean, At I, some point in time, don't you want to go drama-free? I would like to go drama-free in my personal life. Just watch life. the Flintstones. <laughs> there's Meet plenty TV, of drama on the
1: Flintstones. Okay, Fred does not treat Wilma with he a respect, okay? No, he doesn't. He's got great feet. To, though. I'll check on that. All a man right. can drive a car with his feet. All right, you'll want to be on the buzzer I'll for this talk one here. Because uh, I predicted that the WWE would have its operations shut down in the month of April, but they wouldn't be allowed mm. to put on matches. I think they're actually doubling down. Like yeah, they doubling down. Pay-per-view this weekend. Vince is very and concerned. I think Florida
2: is allowing, like, some type of capacity for people to Yeah, they're going to put fans
1: back in the stands in Florida. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also said at least five WWE wrestlers would have coronavirus by the end of April. I did a Google search. There's been one confirmed case. Well, and you might be right. They're hiding it so, for sure.
0: Exactly. They're not going to be like, you know what, this didn't work. Like, you're telling me that, okay, they've been, like, tangling with each other
1: right. in sweat no. and sweat and the rings and, like, none of them have confirmed They're hiding it. Yeah. I said that Rami Makloff at some point between now and the end of April would be frisked or pulled over by a police officer during Minnesota's stay-at-home order. I think if that would have happened, he would have said something.
0: I so. like <laughs> Like how you just were like, that's oh, it's
1: gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen to Romney. Yeah. I also said Romney would win the good question championship for two thousand twenty on the Mackie and Jeb with Rami show. You did? Well, that's incorrect because mathematically that is no longer possible. Romney Makloff with nine good questions to my eleven to your ten. So unless he sneaks on the show
3: Oh like and he gets will. a couple
1: good ones in, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to we're gonna have to debug mm. so that we one. We can't
0: completely shut the
1: door though. Correct. It's like still open, possible. Guess. Yeah, it's still we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna buzz it. If, yeah. if he makes a dramatic comeback somehow as like a guest host or something, then Okay. so be it. And then for the listeners, Dale, this is when we were accepting Twitter submissions for predictions uh, a couple years ago. Dale predicted that PJ Fleck would have a player drafted between the first and third rounds before he bolts. He did. And oh, Winfield yeah. Jr. That's a good one. In the house. So listeners get on, on the board a little bit. So with that, here are the batting averages. Rami McLoff is up to 417 on wow. the season with one home run. Just Look out, Rackaroo. Spraying balls all <laughs> over the ballpark. Ridiculous. Judd Zolgat, however, is up to 389 oh, with one home run. I'm feeling it. Then there's a huge drop off to John Harrison, last year's reigning defending batting average champion, at 250 with two home runs. I'm down to 227 with one home run. The listeners are at 136 now above the 100 line with one home run, and Manny Hill at 125 with one home run on the season. So does the jury decide the home run? Is that what it is like? Yeah, collectively, and this is since you're sort of the the scorekeeper here, you're going to be keeping track of the predictions. If you in your mind think it's a home run prediction, just shout it out loud. Make sure you keep track of the notes, and then we'll have some eyes on it. But it's basically like if we all think, yeah, that's a home run, Yep. We, but we only have collectively one, two, three, Dead four, five, error, six, man.
0: seven home runs on the ball season. Dead ball era right now. Let's we'll swing for the fences now, here. Now, we do need to, at some point in time here, pretty soon, probably bring back a forced home run, write that down segment. We should, we, we not should done do that, one we should in, that in that next while. week. Yeah. We should definitely put that in the mix for next week. So, all
1: right, let's get our guy Cooper on the line here. Listener Cooper, are you ready to take some swings here and write that down?
3: Yeah, let's do it.
1: All right, so you're going to lead off. We're going to go around there and we're going to go Cooper, Declan, Judd, Phil, we're all gonna go around three different times and make our predictions here. All right. Write that down. It never dies.
3: All right. Cooper, well, fire away. All right. The listener's batting one thirty six here, but trying to bump that up. Um, Byron Buxton will play more games for the twins in twenty twenty than Eddie Rosario.
1: Ooh. Cooper, nice work. That also has that, that has two ways of winning. One would be just like health and attrition, right? The other right. is if the Twins pull the trigger on a trade for Eddie Rosario to clear room for Alex Kirloff at some point. But yep. That's probably unlikely without a minor league season.
0: So I like, them. I like that. Right. that. Write that down prediction. All right.
1: Declan,
2: over to you. All right, number one, the Vikings week one matchup will be Tampa Bay. I'm not specifying where it is. It just will be <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Vikings week one matchup, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If someone has to rescind or change their write-that-down, you have to do so, but the Vikings will play Tampa Bay.
1: That would be so much fun. We will, by the way, on our cheap plug, we also, Mackie and Judd, are now hosting Purple Daily on a daily basis as well, over on the Purple Daily podcast feed and Scornorth YouTube channel. We will mock the schedule. In fact, by the time you hear this, we may have already mocked the Vikings schedule.
0: And I think I've got on it. the Purple Daily Food. I think
1: I, I You
0: said it all uh, sixteen.
2: I hit it. You guys think you have.
0: That. Okay, Tampa Bay, are you serious? Are you really do you really think that they're going to give Brady and the Buccaneers Mike Zimmer's Vikings? Yes. Which are as unsexy as it gets right now. Yes. I, they are solid, but no, no, no. The Vikings will open the regular season when it does open against the Carolina Panthers, I like it and Teddy Bridgewater. That would be fun. It's a low-level, sneaky, but still fun matchup. Be fun. All right, since we're,
1: since we're all making Vikings schedule predictions here, write this one down, okay? At some point during their schedule, the Vikings will play three consecutive Super Bowl champion quarterbacks. They will have a stretch on their schedule where they play three consecutive Super Bowl champion quarterbacks. So they'll
0: have Rogers, Brady Rogers, Wilson Russell Wilson,
1: Breeze, Brady. Not Matt Ryan. No, he he should be. I know he should be. He... That might be the only four on that list. Because Philip Rivers doesn't have a Super Bowl. Yeah. Stafford, no. Stafford no. But I think I think
0: at some point well, they're, they're just gonna have does. like Nick Foles does. Nick Foles we're going to count that, that for Chicago. Specific. You're right.
1: Yeah, that's so They will have wow. three consecutive starting quarterbacks with Super Bowl rings on their schedule. So there will be a murderer's row at some point during the Viking season.
3: All right, Cooper,
1: back to you, man.
3: All right. So Kirk Cousins has never beaten the Bears while playing Vikings. Well, playing for the Vikings, but in this upcoming season, the Vikings will beat the Bears in both matchups. Ooh.
0: They're going to go to Soldier Ooh. Field and win, huh, Cooper?
3: I guess, yeah. Wow.
0: <laughs> you, don't sound nearly you don't sound nearly as confident with the second part of that <laughs> as you did the first part, Cooper.
3: Well, it's, i got to take sort of a swing here. I can't just say one matchup, you know. I've got to make it fun. Cooper's
1: demeanor during that last exchange encapsulates every Vikings fan for 60 years in this town. Yeah. It's like like initial confidence, and then when pushed on it a little bit, it's like, no. oh, no, it's not going to
0: happen. No. All
1: right, back to Declan. All right, parlay here. The
2: Vikings will have... At least three primetime games scheduled for tomorrow, so yeah. they'll get three scheduled, yeah. and they will get one flexed in. So keep in mind, oh. three originally scheduled primetime
1: games plus one flex. So just to be clear, and I shouldn't even give you this out, Yep. are you saying exactly three or at least three? There will be three scheduled games
0: for, for tomorrow. Okay.
2: And then by week seventeen, there will ha- be another game flexed in. So we're gonna have four so,
0: four primetime well, games when it's all said.
2: But I could still hit this. It could still be three, and one gets flexed out and one gets flexed in. But I'm just saying three originally scheduled yeah.
1: primetime games. So it's four. Yeah, but if it's three, I could I, I still win too. I love Declan playing the game right yep. now. Playing yep. the game right now, and the Vikings. Parlay though. Throughout the years, the Vikings have always been I think a primetime darling, right? They've all. Because they've always had these Bears-Packers rivalries, and then, you know, oftentimes a, a Saints thing that gets in prime time, or, uh, you know, a Cowboys thing that gets in prime time. So they it's it's very rare that you see the Vikings go like without prime time games for a year or two years. So, all right, back to Judd again,
0: Derek Rose will play for whatever team Tom Thibodeau coaches next. So Derek Rose is going to play for Tibbs. I don't care if it's Houston. I don't care if it's the Nets. I don't care if it's the Knicks. I don't care if it's the Albany Patroons. Whatever team Tibbs coaches next, Derek Rose will be on the roster at some point. That's a bunt single as well,
1: just so everyone knows. Yeah. That's not even a question. You can't a, steal 1st not, not even a question. To <laughs> not even a question. I've got
0: that new thing where I've got the guy who's going to ru- run for me, so I just he's just going to run down the line there and get that single for me.
1: Write this down. I'll piggyback off the Tom Thibodeau theme here. Tom Thibodeau will coach in the playoffs in his first year as coach of whoever he takes the reins for. So as a head coach, just to be clear. So if it's Houston, Knicks, I'm not even going to – there might be a team off that list altogether. So you could see him getting Knicks to the playoffs in his first year. Well, I can't see the
0: Knicks, but – these other teams definitely have a chance to make the playoffs. This is the most backing away, write that down, session we've had in recent memory. I am so confident that it might not yeah, happen. Might I'm, happen. Just, I'm just trying to pad the All prediction.
1: Right. I'm hitting, listen, I'm hitting 227. Okay, I've got to make up some. Ground. Just keep tracking those pitchers, Phil. All right, back to Cooper.
3: All right, I've been pretty optimistic so far, so I'll stick with that theme. Uh, both the Wild and the Timberwolves will make the playoffs next season. Whoa, uh,
0: Timberwolves, huh?
3: Yeah, why not? They got Russell now. Let's see what happens. In
1: fact, they should make the playoffs next season. Yeah. My first
3: reaction was wrong. Like,
1: if they don't make the playoffs next season with both D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns, all right, like, what are you doing with those two guys? Those guys are in their prime. Are you bouncing your buddy? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Sorry, Ryan. Listen, man. Hot seat cranks up next year, buddy. <laughs> all right. Cooper, nice job, dude. swings. Yeah, great swings. Great, great, great swings.
3: Thanks. it the, the
1: platform is yours here. Would you like to thank anyone in your life that got you to this point on the Mackey and Judd podcast?
3: <laughs> um, got me to this point. Yeah, my family has played a huge role in preparing me for this and everyone around me. So I'd like to thank, Yep, everyone around. I don't know. Awesome, man. Thanks
0: to Cooper's
1: family.
3: They made
0: you very positive, Cooper.
3: Thank you, Cooper. See
0: ya. Right. Bye, Cooper. Man.
1: Yeah, see you guys. That is a uh, guest listener predictor Cooper I like here. His the list- the listener batting just one thirty six on the season, so you guys have a lot of work to the do. The one was good. Yeah, it's good. One. I like it. Yep. All right, Declan. All
2: right, my last. Write that down. This uh, plays in the fact that me and Judd will be recording Judd's Hockey Show, which you can find on the Mackie and Judd podcast feed wherever you get your podcast: Apple, Spotify, Score North app. Kirill Kaprizov, who is eligible to sign now with the Wild as of last Friday, so he can now officially sign with the Wild. He will sign no later than June 1st. Now, the hang up. We don't know. If, yeah. Is ahead, sorry. He doesn't have an agent that is certified through the Players Association. He like recently fired his agent, and he has to get an agent to sign that contract through the Players
0: Association. He can't just sign the contract he on can. his own?
2: You can't. Typical NHL making things more difficult for everyone? It's
0: it's a standard entry-level contract, Yeah. so it's not confusing. It's not like, didn't an NFL player just negotiate his own $60 million contract Mm -hmm. last week? Yeah. Just checking. Yeah. Yes. And then the question becomes, if hockey comes back in July, Kaprasov would like to play immediately. Can he? Because the league could come out, I think, and say no. Hmm. All
1: right. So, yeah, grow Kaprasov on June 1st. All right. Judd Zolgad, your
0: final prediction. Of the final week. prediction, write that down. Cam Newton will sign with the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's very weird that he has not signed yet, and I think he's he's looking for a starting job in which most of the chairs for starting quarterbacks have been filled. Um, And, and I think if this was an ordinary offseason with guys going to visit teams that he's probably signed by now, but clearly it's not. And so I'm going to go down the path of that Cam's going to look at Gardner Minshew and be like, yeah, nice mustache. Nice story. I think I think I could win that job.
1: You would be hard-pressed to find another quarterback tandem in NFL history that had more compelling after-game press conference outfits than Gardner Minshew and Cam Newton. Can so they go up to the podium together? I think they should, both wearing
0: short jorts and
1: odd sunglasses. and, I think, and think
0: pa- I think the Patriots have basically said that they're out on Cam, that they're not interested in Cam. Yeah. So I'm going to go Jacksonville. All right.
1: All right, final prediction of the week here on Write That Down. I believe, and our guy Trevor Plouffe, I don't think Trevor Plouffe is just making stuff up, even though national pundits have said, whoa, pump the brakes on this, there's been some discussion. I believe, write this down, Major League Baseball will be back, and I'll specify they will open the season the first week in July. All right. First week in July. Hope you're right. Give myself a couple days. I could see like a July 4th thing, July 1st, somewhere in that pocket of time. So there it is. If you want to participate, if you want to be a guest listener predictor, shoot me a DM. I know that I called for these like a month and a half ago, but forgive us. We've had kind of a rough stretch here in the mm-hmm. last couple weeks. Uh, but shoot me a DM on Twitter, at Phil Mackey. When we come back here after a brief pause, we will wrap with Royce on the Mackey and Joe podcast. But Let's talk about Federated Mutual Insurance Company here, boys, for just a brief moment, because Federated is here to help business owners. Local businesses are our community partners, our neighbors, our families and our friends. And when you need Federated, Federated is here to help. You can go to federatedinsurance.com or call your local marketing representative to access trusted resources you may need. You know, you don't have to have all the answers as a business. So sometimes there's pressure to, to know everything and to inform people, and people are looking toward you for answers. Well, Federated is here standing behind you as a guide when it comes to things like written pandemic policies and procedures. This is unprecedented times right now in the state of Minnesota, and across the country. Recommended response plans, communications to employees. Use these resources at federatedinsurance.com or call your local marketing representative to find those trusted resources. At Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's our business to protect yours. Declan, tell us about Dennis Kirk, our friends at Dennis Kirk. Big thank you
2: to Dennis Kirk for sponsoring Mackie & Judd. It's obviously crazy times right now, but one thing you can do is get out and ride. And the weather seems to be telling us It's time to get you and your motorcycle ready for this year's riding season. DennisKirk.com is a Minnesota-based worldwide retailer of parts, accessories, and apparel for avid bikers of all kinds. Whether you ride a Harley, Cruiser, sports bike, dirt bike, or any type of motorcycle, they have what you need. And through May 28th, Dennis Kirk is offering 0% interest for up to 12 months. Over 160,000 products in stock and ready to ship today, DennisKirk.com not only offers a huge in-stock selection, but also guaranteed best prices, fast day shipping, and a satisfaction guarantee. They truly are the best in the business. Order by eight PM, get it tomorrow. Eighty nine dollars orders ship free. Denniskirk.com.
1: Order today, get it tomorrow.
4: Okay. All right. Uh, What's
1: going on, Pat? Welcome, uh, welcome to, to the Mackie and Judd podcast, Patrick Royce. Hey,
4: really? Where are you guys doing it from? The little studio?
1: We're doing it from the the Garage Logic headquarters down here.
4: Oh, really? Wow, man, you better watch it. Oh, well, that's right. The mayor's... Uh, I'm wiping down a, the
1: chairs, okay, just the so mayor, The mayor's doing
4: it from his garage, so you don't have to worry about him being in there, how grumpy. I,
1: I heard the mayor is doing it from the ninth hole at his favorite establishment now, actually.
4: <laughs> i tell you what, I'd like to own a golf course uh, right now. The really combination of the weather and the people's willingness to get outside, they, these courses are all jammed. Golf and fish. Did you see the thing about fishing licenses are up like 50%, too?
0: People are actually going, uh,
4: picking Any, that up, huh? Anything they can do to get outside, they're all okay.
1: in favor of it. Can't blame them. Honestly, like, my. I, I I have yet to do a lot of a lot of my friends have done the old like all right let's gather in the driveway with a cooler and sit ten feet apart on chairs. I see that a lot in my block. We have not done that yet. We just sit on the patio drinking our hard seltzers and <laughs> whatever else. But at some point it'll have
4: to happen. Well, I got to admit this. I've. Uh... I've sneaked into the uh, Star Tribune uh, office uh, four or five times the last, uh, I'd say, two and a half weeks, and have it all to myself. It's the safest place in the Twin Cities. I got a, I got a 240-person newsroom. There might be one other person in there, and while I was in there yesterday, they came around and sprayed everything.
0: <laughs> Did they spray oh. you down, Pat? <laughs>
4: Oh, like, well, sorry, sorry sir. You're going to be part of a, the lights all big I got a, I got a dirty look because he couldn't spray me in the head. But uh, they're, uh, <laughs> yep. they're killing everything. So uh, anyway, it's, uh, it's uh, the damnedest thing of all time. That's for sure.
0: Pat, when when this is all done, I want to own a weight loss place because I'm going to tell you oh, right, I, I'm going to tell you right now, boys. Yeah. If there's anybody out there that wants me to endorse their weight loss product <laughs> post-pandemic, uh, I will be more than happy between the combination have, of no exercise have, and beer.
4: Woo. They're going to have a drive-through gastric bypass. <laughs> you know, tell me if they do. Yeah, I'll get it in and out in 30 minutes, just like Culver's. Or. Oh, we <laughs> took five pounds of intestine. You're doing great now. Hey, look how good I, I am. Had not, uh, I had not felt it in the pants and shirt era area until about two days ago. All of a sudden, this goofy like pink shirt that I got. I don't know. It must have been on sale or something. This, just this t-shirt. And, you know, when this, when this whole thing started, I'd throw it on. It'd be nice and loose but, like you like your t-shirts and Uh, Yesterday, I had to give it a couple of tugs down there. You know, the old old put it out over the knees and stretch it out a little. I know exactly
0: what you're talking about. The
4: the worst part for guys is
0: is when you've got a shirt that previously fit well and it tends to start to bunch and get caught in, in the man boob because your man yeah. boobs are growing, <laughs> yeah. that's my problem. So i, I got to pull her down over the gut to stretch out the man boob area. The fattest thing I have done so far in the last
1: couple of weeks, because I'm with you guys, like, I'm just, there's just no shame to my game. It's all comfort food. I'm drinking more than I have in probably my life, and this is a therapy session now, but I accused my wife of drying one of my long sleeve shirts that should be hung, like this drunk, and she's like, I never touched that strip. <laughs> <laughs> That's
4: bad. You're just bad. Yeah, that sweater. You didn't wash the whole sweater, did you, honey? Now comes out of my navel. <laughs> I did not do that. But yesterday, to, keep, to, keep, to make sure I watch my calories, I stopped at Murray's for takeout because I heard they were having the takeout. And Ooh. God, I have gone to that restaurant since I went there with an the old man in the mid-50s, and I, I'm a big supporter of them. Uh, but uh, we got the two uh, steak sandwiches, mm-hmm. and then we got the two Caesar salads, although they had no anchovies i 'm very upset about that i don 't care if it is a pandemic. we still want our anchovies and then uh, hog rotten potatoes that we used to call them in Fulda. and then a order of that low-cal garlic toast—I uh, think they charged me five bucks for twenty-four. Or so.
1: With a side of a side of gluten, yes. <laughs>
4: yes. Oh yeah, and of course, to give full effect for the garlic toast, I also put a little dab of butter on. Mm. It, you know? And that—that made now my wife loves those too. So she did her fair share yesterday. Although she's not so stupid as to put butter on it like I do. But uh, you know what? The garlic, the the steak sandwiches are ready for being reheated, but the garlic toast gone,
0: gone. Oh, it's so good. Oh. The garlic yeah, toast. Yeah. Hey, listen, yeah. guys. A pandemic means one thing: no rules. You can't pass <laughs> rules. You shouldn't drink as much. You know what? Buzz off. I'll drink so, as much yeah. beer as I want. Here,
1: here's the second. Here's the second fattest thing that I've done over the past few weeks. Okay, so we order takeout probably three nights a week. Look to. I like to say it's because we want to support restaurants.
4: Sure, it is.
1: <laughs> right? So we ordered takeout, and actually, actually, uh, the, the second and third laziest things that I've done, we ordered takeout from a place that is literally right across the street, not like, oh, <laughs> down the street, right across the street through bite squad. I've done that oh, And the woman and, like, and, and the, sound the woman like dark star. the woman it? shows up. And it took her like five. She was kind of like circling around, and she shows up, and she goes, "I'm sorry, it took me so long. I was circling the block because I thought there's no way that this was the <laughs> door that I was coming to.
0: <laughs> she could have
1: walked to your place. So here's the best part. So she so she drops off the food, take it upstairs, and it turns out to be the wrong food. Of course. Well, in in other times, you could maybe do the old honest, like, "Hey, we it's the wrong food. Call them back. Like we didn't touch it. You, but that's not going to fly now. So, like, that food was either going to be thrown away or eaten. Yeah. So guess what? Not only did we order and get our regular order, we ate the other four. By we, I mean me. <laughs> ate the other four <laughs> boxes of food that was delivered from across the street.
4: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, there's a, up on Medicine Lake Grove, there's this place called Nong's, N-O-N-G, apostrophe S, pie place. And... When it first opened, I went in there a couple of times we went in there a couple of times and it was okay but i I've always got like Vietnamese food better than there, so i'll you know i'll I'll go there so I hadn't been there in a while, but I saw that they were open, so I looked at the i looked at the menu and this is about three weeks ago. I don't even have to tell them while i i, I you gotta call in your order right. But I don't even have to tell them who I am. They bring me the cream cheese wonton. Oh, <laughs> you go. oh. Um, that's we like we our liquor off. store. <laughs> we just started off with an order of them, which is six. But now let's uh-huh. skip everything else. Just give me twelve cream cheese wontons. These are these are unbelievable. But this is a big gaba cheese. <laughs> this isn't a little ditty uh, thing. So nor yet. should it be, Pat. Yeah, and I've I have discovered some uh, new foods that are easy because you know not all the restaurants are open, just just some of them. And uh, yeah, it's brutal, it's brutal. So what? Uh, <laughs> Trevor Plouffe surely found out how to plug his podcast, didn't he? He's
1: he's become a genius marketer. He's That's part he, he's partnered with John Boy, who's the guy that that blew open the Astros. Cheating scandal with all those videos on Twitter oh, that we really? saw. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Him and, <laughs> and John. Well, him and John Boy.
4: I called him the other day to get a uh, a quote on uh, something, and uh, then I—that's—I didn't realize he was doing this podcast. But he's really, you know, remember him when he was like this, silly, defensive guy. Who yes. was, you know, <laughs> part of the fun bunch and and was just any question you asked him, he felt like you were challenging his uh, existence. He turned into just this great guy later in life and is now, and uh, good luck to him.
1: Yeah, he, he was legitimately one of the most... Scared of his own shadow,
0: insecure. Well, that's because he, like, he, he was asked if he had a throwing disease. Come on. That's not going to be a good way to start right, off Gene, uh, Gene Harrington. Gene Harrington. He made,
1: made two he, throwing errors. Steve Sacks, Steve Blast. He, he threw two balls from shortstop into the fourth row behind the dugout. And first question out of the gate, our old buddy, rest his soul, Gene Harrington said, so uh, you got that throwing disease?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> That's <laughs> like. what Nobby had, so man. We had, had the, the throwing, ass. throwing disease. Like, I don't have a disease.
4: Of, uh, my old pal Steve Pate 100 years ago, I told you this story. When the Dallas paper sent him out to write 100 inches on new Texas acquisition Bobby Vines. and his opening question is, so Bobby, they say you got a drinking problem. <laughs> what? Just open her, and Bobby calls him every filthy name in the book and walks out. <laughs> now Peter only needs ninety-nine more.
1: <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> got a
4: so I said yes. I said I think I would have backed into that one a little bit there. I would have moved. A little How do you start through. off with that one? That is an all timer. Threw a nuclear weapon at him. That's Amazing. Unreal. Well, Pat, uh,
1: we uh,
4: some, sometimes we do not uh, we do not have proper uh, <laughs> what, what do they call it bedside manner. Or the doctors, uh, you know, like Doc McKenzie when he called up Danny Thompson a hundred years ago and said. Hey, you got to come in. Uh, we we, we got to uh, get you to come in, and uh, we're gonna have, we're gonna have to put you in the hospital because he's giving him a blood test. You know, and he said, and Danny says, why? And why? Why? Doctor he says, leukemia. Wow. <laughs> like He <laughs> should have known that. That's of course when leukemia was not as nearly as treatable as it is today. Man. All right, All Well right. you guys have a good time, and uh, we will...
1: Uh, we'll talk to you Friday. Let's keep the Monday, yeah. Wednesday, Friday thing going.
4: Okay, what's today? Wednesday? Wednesday? Okay,
1: good. See yeah, All on. right, see you, Pat. See you, Royce. Uh, that's Enjoy dinner tonight. Here. I'm sure
0: it'll be from somewhere else yeah, Related. I didn't
1: know Murray's was still, still running. He tweeted it.
0: He tweeted little, the, little uh, run. the boxes of food. Is J.D. Hoyt still open? Yes. I,
2: really? I go to yeah I go to I think it is. is. De- yeah. no, no <laughs> I hit all the north loops. Yeah, plus.
0: Red Rabbit. I go to Manny's? Red Rabbit twice a week. Manny's? Are they uh? Doing uh
2: maybe. Curbside? Maybe. They're they're a little too far off in this north loop. But that's that's, okay. that's a That's that's too okay. far Dude, okay. If
1: I mean Red Rabbit is ridiculous. It is. Judy Hoyts is still open too. I'm gonna have to make the the double loop down there. So meat and cheese plate, man. Mm. The charcuterie salami. So good. All right, two fat guys and Declan got skinnier over the past 60 yep. days. From yeah, now. you know what, Dell? Metabolism of a exactly horse. Exactly
0: right. That's not fair. It's going to catch up one day, okay? You know, you might not. You It you might, might take not. a long time. My I,
1: mom's side or all the boys are built like this. Bro. I think
0: you're going to be 54 and still skinny.
2: Yeah, probably. I'll bet you it you're doesn't mean you're healthy. Right. Like, you're not
0: healthy. Right. So I don't don't want to confuse skinny and healthy. Because well, I'm not healthy. You're basically a walking time bomb in some ways. <laughs> But you're really skinny. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's me. We're gonna uh, we're gonna be resentful about Declan's physique for a while. That's the end of this episode. <laughs> and of if you want to, and, and if you
0: want to sponsor us on a weight loss, our weight loss journey, weight email us. <laughs> email yeah. Or weight gain. At okay, Speak for
1: yourself. <laughs> Shut up. At Phil Mackey, <laughs> at Dex's tweets. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow. And also, later on this week, we're still figuring out just our uh, our exact schedule and what we're going to do on a day-to-day basis. But Action Movie Rewind will be in play on Friday. We will watch Commando. We were going to do this last week. Things happened. We didn't. We're bringing it back this week. So thanks for listening. Please give us a five-star rating and a positive review, if you could, on Apple. Mackie and Judd.